T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yeah, changes are going on. Welcome back. It is the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio. I guess changes in some ways. Some things remain the same, like Angelo on WIP. We appreciate him. He'll be back. Hopping in with us there for a segment. Great stuff. Always fun hanging out and talking to Angelo. All right, it is trade deadline day. So what, we have three hours to go before Daryl Morey's got to uh, finish his uh, his performance today. So yes, far, put it together. Yeah, let's recap what's happened. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Let's talk about what's happened so far. Your take on it? Are the Sixers doing enough? Do you want more? And are you okay with kind of uh, this in between that they're doing? Because they're not going after anything big or happened so far, but they do seem to be trying here. And of course, uh, we'll reset you up again for Hughes clues. Elliot, who's with us today, Elliot Shore Parks in the breaking news booth. So if people just hopped in with us, so what have we had so far? Buddy Heald and an opening of a roster spot or yeah, two? Yeah, so, so, so far, Buddy Heald is is obviously coming to Philadelphia. They traded three second-round picks as well as Marcus Morris and uh, Furkan Korkmaz to get him, and then also traded Daniel House to the Pistons. So as a result, Buddy Heald coming in, three players going out, and so they'll have two roster spots. Still three hours to go until the trade deadline. Um, Toby could be moved. It's still a potential possibility. But as of right now, only Buddy Heald added to the team. Hugh, what's your reaction so far? Buddy Heald, and then they open up a roster spot, and there's uh, there's some speculation that Kyle Lowry is going to take one of those spots because he was bought out in, after a trade recently. I'm optimistic on holding the fort. I mean, it doesn't feel like uh, – what was that? Uh, what was that? The Alamo. It doesn't feel like the Alamo. That's what, you, you, what you're thinking. I think that they have enough. They'll, they'll have enough to be competitive. Until Joel and B Joel and B comes back, you mean defend the Alamo? Yeah, that's what I was. Trying I haven't to say. heard that. Ter- I haven't heard. The- <laughs> you looked at me like. Well, what the I hell just. Is he well, I was about? trying to figure out what you meant. I mean, I. <laughs> well, you you do look okay. Yeah, I guess it doesn't feel. You know, because I when I thought about it, and I know how you think about this, and I'm like, no, this doesn't feel like an Alamo move. You know, when you go get Davy Crockett and all those. No, other I cats. think we should work that into the show more. <laughs> I think we need more references to the Alamo. I, I mean, when was the last time you heard an Alamo reference? Well, I mean, hold on. Uh, isn't the whole idea to n- not forget the Alamo? You forgot the. You broke rule you number forgot. one. Just to always remember the Alamo, Joe. I mean, it took place in 1836. Uh, it was a long time ago. Almost 200 years. Uh, it's yeah. the Alamo. Remember the Alamo. Look at you doing that quick math. Well, I mean, Wikipedia's <laughs> in front of me here. All right, 215-592-9494. I don't want the Sixers to go any further. I'll take the Buddy Heel thing. I don't want to trade away any real picks. Elliot, I know when we started the show today, you were looking for more. I assume two hours in, you want more? Yeah, this isn't enough. I mean, Buddy Heald is a nice addition. Kyle Lowry would be a fun story. I do think there would be some positives to bringing him back. 
But this is not enough to change the outcome of the Sixer season so far. They still have a chance to do that. Murray is right there. There was rumors the Pelicans were going to trade for him. Those talks broke down. The Lakers have been rumored to him. Those talks That's broke down. Those, those talks broke down. So with three hours to go, if the Sixers want to change the outcome of the season, and that should be their goal. They mm. should not punt on this season. Joel will be back. Maxi needs help for the rest of the season. The East only has one great team in it. So with three hours to go, they have to go out and make more moves. They haven't traded any of their first-round picks. They haven't traded Tobias Harris. They still have major assets to go out and make a move. Where's the line for everyone? Would you, Elliot? Would you trade from their their first round pick stash? Mm-hmm. Would you would you use a first oh, round pick? Yeah. I, I, I would not. I'm willing to trade multiple first round picks if it's returning the right player. I think Murray is that right player. I think there's other options out there. If you want to look go for a surprise name, Paul George has not re-signed with the Clippers. He's set to be a free agent. But they're half the game the out of the first no, place in the West. It would be a shock. Yeah. I, I don't think it's it's likely. But I mean, that, I, that's a big name. Yeah, right. Jimmy Butler. I mean, there was rumblings last week that maybe you know the Heat would be willing to move him. So I think there's some potential shocking names out there. But if you can go and get Murray as well as Bogdan uh, for from the Hawks, someone that also shoots at a high clip, someone that has playoff experience, and add those two to the roster with Buddy Heald. I mean, then when a B comes back, you're talking about a team that can really compete for the Eastern Conference. So, yeah, I'm absolutely dipping into those first-round picks if I have the chance to add Murray. Yeah, I would wait. I would hold him to the offseason. I don't think Maxie's ready to be a two on the championship team. I don't know what I'm getting out of Embiid. And this team very likely could be in the play-in. 215-592-9494. Of course, along with all this, we have Hughes Clues. A couple um Clues out there already, Hughes. So a sci-fi movie that you enjoyed the remake more? Yes. And this thing uh, set VHS records in yes. its day. So you want a third clue? Go ahead. Give a third clue. This movie was made, well, it was set in Detroit. The backdrop was Detroit. Ooh, all right. Sci-fi, VHS records, the backdrop in Detroit. That's got to narrow it down because I'm not sure how many movies were set in Detroit. Uh, that doesn't I'm seem not like a either. desirable location. Yeah, Chicago, New York, or LA, right? Yeah. Miami. I yeah. mean, what is what's Detroit got going for it? Um, the Lions now? I yeah, guess. I mean, doesn't doesn't Elliot refuse to go to Detroit when when the Eagles play Are there? Are you out on Detroit? No, I've been to Detroit. Oh. The one time I believe I missed the game. Oh. That's, well, what Kyle, that, that's where that came from. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're gonna have these rumors. You do it once, exactly, you're locked yes. in for life, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go to the Lions here. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Mike in North Philly. What's up, Mike? Hey, how's it going tonight? Good, Mike. Guys? What's up? What are you feeling? Uh, listen, I wanted to talk about Asante Samuel. But mm-hmm. first, much respect and love to your hero. You're an Eagles legend. But it's really, it's, to me, it's kind of embarrassing for Asante Samuel, who's had such a great career, so accomplished, to go out and not have the wherewithal to realize how bad that defense played in that championship game and to try to blame it on Donovan McNabb when Larry Fitzgerald went for three touchdowns, 150-some yards, Kurt Warner's throwing 75%. Just not to be able to realize that and just, I guess, go out and say these things for clicks and impressions because people don't like Donovan mm. McNabb. And you're going to have guys like Cataldi who just want to dump on McNabb and not recognize his greatness for what it was. Listen, he had his shortcomings. Don't get me wrong on that. But to blame that Cardinals game on McNabb's feet when he went down and got that lead at the end of the game, did he not? He did, but he also, if I my memory serves, threw an interception and had a fumble loss. He turned the ball he, over twice. Did he miss Hank Basket too? Yeah. For what should have been a touchdown? Listen, and uh, once again, I'm not trying to say he's not the greatest quarterback of all time. He had his shortcomings. Every guy's going to miss a play or two here during the game. But when you look at that, right, to try to blame that whole game on him and not have the wherewithal to say, hey, Kurt Warner went 21-28 on us and threw for four touchdowns. We couldn't stop a running nose. 
32 points in the playoffs back then was a lot of points to give up. So I think just to go on there and say that, it's just, it, it sullies his legacy for me a little bit for a guy that I had a lot of respect for and who was such an accomplished player. You know, for him to not have that perspective and just dump on McNabb like that, you know, as a former teammate, I, I don't know, that just didn't fit with me the right way. And I really haven't seen people saying that online. So, Hugh, what do you yeah. make of, uh, like, specifically the, that game, right, and that, that situation where the defense gave up a lot, but Donovan gets the blame for it? See, I, I, didn't, I didn't watch that game. I, I took more of what, what Asante was saying. And to Mike's point, like, the thing that I, I tried to do, because, Mike, I'm not going to lie. I felt the same way that you felt when I read it. But the one thing that I'm going to always try to do, especially when it comes to former players, I don't care how great you were or how bad you were. I'm going to try to give you grace. And I'm going to try to answer the question in a way where I'm not attacking you personally. And that's the reason why I chose the route that I did. But to your point, yeah, I know Asante Samuels does his podcast and he's trying to get clicks. And I also know that he, he wants to be a Hall of Fame player. So you you had we're in a space now where the reality of the situation is we all say things that we that we want to to incite people to 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 communicate about. So to your point, yeah, there's some truth to that. But when it comes to the fact that, you know, when you talk about being a leader in the locker room and things of that nature, uh, I think it was on Asante's job was to help Donovan become a better quarterback instead of running upstairs, in my opinion, to Andy Reid and telling on everybody. That that's where I will go with that. Mike, give us a guess here for Hughes Clues. Uh, with the Detroit uh, thing, is it Robocop? Got it. 100%. Got it. Jay, we congratulations. Knew Detroit yeah, felt like Detroit. the one. Yeah, Detroit that felt away. like the one. Mike, congratulations. We'll get you on hold and get you in the uh, setup for the prize. You just won a hand and stone massage and facial spa gift card. Good for a 50-minute massage or facial. A gift card to relax and hand and stone massage and facial spa makes the perfect Valentine's Day gift for anyone. All right, look, we haven't had a real chance to react to the uh, Asante thing. We played it for Angela just to get Angela's reaction because we knew we'd had fun with that. So our last caller is not wrong. The defense had got up a lot of points in that game. But the truth is Donovan was outplayed by a lot of quarterbacks in the biggest game, right? Yeah. He was outplayed by Warner in 08. He was outplayed by Brady in the Super Bowl. He was outplayed by Del Home in the title game. He was outplayed by Brad Johnson in the title game. He was outplayed by... Warner yeah, that one, in the title that, that game. Brad Johnson, not the Brad Johnson one, but the Del Home one. Yeah, yeah that home, one hurt. Yeah. He was outplayed by those guys. Yeah. I mean, I, I, Elliot, it's always interesting because the defense never does get any blame. And in the Arizona one, they probably should get a lot of the blame. They mm-hmm. get a lot, a lot of points. But the truth is Donovan didn't play his best in the biggest games of his career. So I agree with that, but he still is the best uh, quarterback in the history of the franchise. I mean, I think this past Eagles season should really put into perspective what Donovan did. The Eagles went to the Super Bowl, they lost, right? And obviously Donovan did that, and he had a bad year after that. But to go to four straight championship games, I mean, look how... Not easy to do, Not easy to do, and I think we take it for granted sometimes because this Eagles team in this last, you know, five, six years, or even seven years, they've been to the playoffs six out of seven years. They've been to a Super Bowl. They've won a Super Bowl. It's been a, a great stretch. That stretch of going to four straight championship games, they haven't accomplished that. So I think while McNabb certainly did get outplayed in those games, and there were other things as well, but to accomplish that, I think, is, is very underrated. We view that as almost kind of a, a stain on his reputation mm. that he lost those championship games. I think it's actually a tremendous accomplishment to, to do that year after year after year. Does the Reed success without him change the Donovan story a little bit? Or no, for you? Like, like when it was here, it was, it was almost chicken way? or the egg. Like, whose yeah. fault was it that they couldn't get over the top? 
as time has gone on, Reed's got a better quarterback and he wins. Yeah, I, I think it's always it's always the quarterback. Much like when talking about this past Eagle season, I thought that the issue was Jalen Hurts. I didn't think the issue was the coaching. Now, neither was good enough. Both had to be better. But I thought Jalen was a bigger issue than the coaching. If you look in Kansas City, I think Reed deserves a ton of credit. He hired Spagnola, who's a huge part of what they do. But Mahomes is why that team's a special. Is why that team is special. Much like Tom Brady is why the Patriots were special. Now Bill Belichick is out of a job. So if you look at uh, Andy Reid's time here in Philadelphia, ton of credit for what he did. Uh, he was, did a pretty good job hiring staff. Obviously, accomplished a ton. But McNabb too. I mean, McNabb deserves a lot of credit for what happened. Hugh, when you were here with Donovan, obviously that 08 team you were not part of. You were you were done in the NFL at that point. But that when you were here, was Donovan like what was it like in practice with Donovan? Did, was he a guy that was particular with his work ethic, or did it seem like not, nah, not really? You know, to be honest, Joe, that that wasn't a side of the ball that I watched okay. because I was kind of focusing on the defense. There were some quirks and mannerism that Donovan had that that probably rubbed people the wrong way. But like I said, if Asante Samuels came in with the cachet that he had after winning the Super Bowl, and that's how he felt, I feel like if he would have said that to Donovan, that was that's a course correct. That's easy. The one thing that you can't be especially on the team of your teammates, of your peers, you can't be thin-skinned because there are going to be days where folks tell you about yourself that you might not want to hear, but you got to hear it, especially if it's for the greater good. And if you feel – I feel like this. If Asante felt that strong about it, then damn it, he should have did something about it instead of running upstairs. Like I said, instead of running upstairs and, and telling on Donovan or going to Coach Reed, that's my opinion about that. In your time as a player, did you find players policing each other was more impactful than coaching? Yes. Yeah. And, and, so and, that's what Andy was trying to say to him. Yes. Yeah. Because, like, and I tell this story, and it's 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 basically policing. When when Jeremiah Trotter, <clears throat> and I always tell it in a joking matter, but when he was like, "Man, play the run better," like you're you're hurting the defense. Mm-hmm. Basically, he said it in the nicest way he could, like, "Hey, man, you know, if you do this, then I can help you out with this." And I was like, "No, nah, bump that." But when I realized that I was breaking down the integrity of the defense and I was hurting the defense more than I was helping it, then I was more susceptible to listen because at the end of the day on Sunday, we're all on the same page. We're all trying to get to the same goal. You know, after Sunday's over, after the game's over, then you go, you be with your family, whatever. But come Sunday, I need you to be locked in. And that's basically what he was saying. That's why when I heard Asante tell the story, I was just like, wow. But again, he has a podcast and, 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 and I always believe that when we start doing this, anybody who's ever played professional sports, when, when you start to do the job that we're doing now and decide to be in the media, you have to pick a lane. You have to pick the lane whether or not you want to be hot taking and tell all the business or you want to be somebody that kind of plays it down the middle mm-hmm. a little bit and be fair and balanced. He, wants, he picked his lane. He wants to be the hot taking guy. This is the first time that I've heard Asante Samuel say something that has been polarizing. It's not the first time. So yeah, and the other thing is, it's I think it's fair to question Donovan in those big games. But of all the championship games, that was the one he played the best in. He did put up a lot of points. They they had four hundred something yards in that game. It wasn't like he stunk the whole game. Well, so while we're in the business of holding people accountable, does Asante Samuel not remember the year before when he had a chance to basically seal the Patriots' undefeated season in the Super Bowl in that same stadium? Eli Manning yeah. served him up a meatball, and he just couldn't couldn't keep his feet in bounds. See, I mean, to, listen, to, bud, to me, you got to make your plays. To me, the Asante story is less about the Arizona thing and more about 
him saying McNabb was not held accountable in practice. I think he used Arizona as an example, but what he was saying was coming from New England, going to a practice where McNabb was missing throws in practice and nobody was holding him accountable. And my thought off that is, and I'm curious for for Hugh's perspective on this, if you look at the last two franchise quarterbacks Eagles have had, Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts. With Carson on his way out, and you know the the last year he was here, the story was he was not coachable. Like like he he didn't take criticism well, and he had the way he wanted to do it. And I think you've started to hear those things leak out about Jalen this year. I'm curious because what Asante to me was saying was like McNabb wasn't uh, corrected in practice. Do you think it's different with a quarterback? Like like for Carson it's, and Jalen, it, it seems ha- no one criticized them. How is it with to, McNabb? You have to be able to to receive criticism. Again, I can't answer that question because I don't know. The dynamic between Coach Reed mm-hmm. and and Donovan at but that time. But do you time, think quarterbacks are treated differently? They, they are definitely treated differently. Should they? There's be? no they, they should be because they're they're kind of sensitive. I will say this: the only quarterback that I hear of that's probably not coddled or has not been coddled was Tom Brady. I don't know the relationship that that Andy has with Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. but I think it's it's in a better space where if Andy had to correct him, and he probably had to learn this. If he had to correct him, he had to learn a way to do it. Because to me, quarterbacks are like pitchers, man. And and you, we've all seen pitchers on the mound melt down and look at the ball and shake off pitches and everything yep. because they're not comfortable. So it's the same thing with a quarterback. You have to do things to get quarterbacks comfortable. Prime example is this. When you look back at that AFC championship game, you saw screen passes to the left at the beginning of the game. You saw screen pass to the left, screen pass to the right, screen pass to the left. Then they started to go downfield. The Chiefs. Yes. I think Mahomes started 11 of 11. They got him in a rhythm. Yes. You, you got to get in a rhythm, man. And the one thing that I believe that you have to do with a quarterback, I don't care who it is. If you're going to be a throwing team, then you have to make him comfortable with small throws, intermediate throws, you know, stuff to get him in a rhythm so then you can go downfield. We never did that with the quarterback. And I don't know, you know, I know I got off on the tangent or whatever, but that that's when I feel like, you know, the relationship between the quarterback and the coach, it has to be one of comfort. And I don't think that we had that here when it comes with Jalen and the, and the def- offensive coordinator. It is amazing to me that all these years later we're still looking for the answers of what happened, like the Reed McNabb era. I mean, we are. I mean, like that, it comes up all the time. And I think because Andy's winning so much now, it comes back up. But you know what, Asante, it, it was a good point by the caller. His defense, they get torched. Yeah. It, like, if the Eagles had lost that game, you know, 17-14, I think he's got more of a leg to stand on than, yeah, Donovan missed this guy and that guy. Well, Asante, I bet you missed something because the, the Cardinals had 30 points on the board. I think that's a fair point by the caller. I, I just don't think that's the takeaway. Like, I agree, the defense played poorly in that game. But to me, this was about how McNabb was coached during his time here on a whole. And that's why, like... But, t- but I, what I mean is the accountability. He's tra- he's like, they didn't keep Donovan accountable. Well, your defense stunk in that yeah, particular game. Like, he, he used that example, right? Like, it wasn't just yeah, us that fair. brought it up. That's fair. Let's go to, uh, we got Mr. Surehands. Is that who we got here? Mr. Surehands in West Oak Lane. What's up, Mr. Surehands? What's up, my brother? Good afternoon to you. What's up? What are you thinking today? Hey, man. So, first and foremost, Donovan played, outplayed Brady in that Super Bowl. No. We got to remember, it's, a, it's nothing but asterisks on that side of New England. He didn't outplay him in the game. Every, everything was questionable. They knew they knew where he played we was going, didn't they? Right, but okay, but that's a reason yep. why they may he may have played better in your mind. But There's Donovan, did, Donovan, Donovan, didn't, play, but Donovan didn't play well enough in that game. 
Fired the world. That goes back to what Hugh's saying about the uh, making your quarterback comfortable. How can your quarterback comfortable when the defense coming at him the whole game because they already know what you're running? Well, I look. I don't. That makes it sure. It, it, yeah, that. Well, yeah, sure. Let's move what on. I called about was the Sixers love. <laughs> mm-hmm. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And you don't do me like you did the bull either. What what I'm what I do, man? What did I what I do? We all heard, we all heard you giving it giving it to him under your breath. <laughs> Trying to be polite, man. Don't not, do me like okay, that. Okay, fine. I'll, Mr. <laughs> I'll be quiet. I get the floor is yours. Hey, um, so everybody said I was crazy when when uh that Ben Crumbum Ben Simmons draft was coming up because I wanted Buddy Hill in the first place. Well, today's so your I'm day. Loving, today's your I'm day. Lo- He's I'm here. This street. A couple years late, but it's finally here. But that's that's 16 points, five rebounds, three assists. He's a two-way player. He's a sniper. You know what I'm saying? And he's he going to add value to the team. But we got three hours to see what else we're doing. I think it's going to be a total revamp. So what do you want? You want something else big here? You, you're not you're not done. You want? Would you? No, tr- I, so so most of the Sixers roster obviously is just regular guys, is athletic. They can play ball, know how to play. You can get them off the waiver wires a dime a dozen. So go ahead and go ahead and take any move and any trade that you could get a better player, somebody that could help Maxi and B, and now Buddy Hill. Mm. To, Tobias is for sale for me. Finally, I I love Tobias' game. I think he's talented. I just don't know what's holding him back. Well, well to, to, I don't to think that, he's that good. To, to that point, I do think the Buddy trade is a good is a good trade, but it only really impacts the team in a positive major way if you make another move. Like Buddy, you helps. gotta get a big guy. Yeah, like Buddy helps, yeah. but you have to go get more to really get the full impact of adding Buddy, in my opinion. And and I agree with you. I I, w- I would have loved to trade more if we didn't give up one of those second round picks, but two second round picks. Mark Marcus might get waived, and he's gonna come right back home. Well, that's he could he certainly could get waived by Indiana. Uh, I gotta ask, why are you nicknamed Mister Surehands? That's that's the name of my company. Is after oh. my children, Stady, Hakeem, and Cameron. So. I named the company with the initial. Well, that's awesome, and we appreciate the phone call there. All right, cool beans. How about that? He's see, and I didn't even see. I didn't even mumble under my breath. I thought yeah, he was like a time. wide receiver or something. Back yeah, in that's the day. what I thought. That's a good wide receiver name, like Mr. Surehands. Yeah, we, we need to, who, who would be? I mean, not Quiz, not Quiz The first person I thought about Devante. when I heard that is Freddie Mitchell. Like he might what? not have sure hands, but. 
the opposite. fact that he thanked he talked about his him hand. Quite a bit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, he he thanked his hands. Yeah, he would. Yeah, Big Fred would nickname himself. He would nickname himself that. That's probably Devonte. Yeah, you got to be. Uh, you have to have a certain kind of confidence to nickname yourself Mr. Surehands. As <laughs> and a wide Freddie receiver. sure did, man. Quite, you know what? Quest might be the guy to do it, Mr. Surehands. Honestly, though, you can't get much better than Fred X. No, that, that was good. That was really good. Yeah, and he had his moment. And he delivered. He did once. All right, 215-592. He did once. He did. I mean, once. No, it's just the way you said it, though. One time. He had it one was kind of dismissive. Uh, am I missing a lot from the career? Or no, it... I'm just saying. I'm just uh, I'm just pointing out that it was just You forgot about the Alamo and 4th and 26 today, Joe. I didn't forget Joe. about the Alamo. I just was, Never look, forget the Alamo, I Joe. was caught off a little off guard that we're using Alamo references. <laughs> I just, I, what, Remember, honestly. You know, I try to be, we try to be clever on this show at times. We try man. to be current with things that happened in 1836. When was the last time someone brought up the Alamo <laughs> in normal conversation? <laughs> Me? No, besides you. <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna bring it up again today at some point. You just drop it in there, like you know, I was doing this, remember and then the, I remember the Alamo. Don't forget. As long as we all remember, <laughs> everyone. Don't you don't go anywhere if you forget the Alamo. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four. Back to all your phone calls here. We'll continue to update you all day and what the six are doing. Trade deadline at three p.m. Do not go anywhere. But we promised we'd get to a big anniversary in Philadelphia sports today. And how far we think are we are away from maybe getting back to another one just like it? That's next. Your phone calls 215 592 9490 for Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. ESPN Bet is not live in Pennsylvania. As an official sports book of ESPN, ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in game wagering cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. Oh, what a play. Must be 21-plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.